We've all used them, sat on them, relaxed on them, and basically never gave them a second thought. What am I talking about? Bus seats, of course. The interior of a bus isn't something we ever really give much thought to. It's just, well, it's just there. That being said, we do, however, notice it when it's threadbare and ratty or worn out, dirty or stained. Yep, that's when we do notice it. That's where our next guest comes in, Lou Sardo. He's a legend in the industry, and there isn't a bus interior he or his team of professionals haven't seen or will ultimately see at some point in their lifespan. Lou sat down with us and talked about his history with the bus industry, his teams, and their attention to detail and renowned customer care. And of course, Lou told some of his jokes. Join me and our friends from Sardo Bus and Coach Upholstery as we talk about the interior of the industry. Welcome to the Motor Coach Minute, a podcast from the folks at UMA and Bus and Motor Coach News. It's designed to make it easier for you, the owner-operator, to get to the meat of the issues affecting the motor coach industry. Hi, everybody. This is Stephen Valley. I'm with uh, UMA and the Motor Coach Minute. And it is my distinct pleasure to be sitting here with Lou and Sandy. And Lou, I'd like you to introduce yourself. Uh, Lou Sardo. We're Sardo Bus and Coach Upholstery. Awesome. And you are, uh, you're the owner-operator, I assume. Yes, I am. Okay. And Sandy? Uh, Sandy Follis, and I act like the owner. Oh, you do. <laughs> most most people think not. most people think she is the owner. Oh, really? <laughs> she, she's the brain. <laughs> well, this is a distinct pleasure. You are a legend in this industry. Everybody, I mean, just you know, I, I can't tell you how many people have told me that I needed to talk with you and I needed to get you on the show, and and I'm really excited to be able to learn more about what it is that you do yeah. and uh, how you got started. So, with that. Tell me, you know, how, how did Lusardo get a start? Okay, well, first thing, everybody knows me in the industry over the years uh, for telling jokes because I always tell jokes. They have me get up and do comedy routines and different things. And my jokes are all very clean. I'm a born-again Christian, so they're very clean jokes. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so I'm going to start with a joke because that's what I like to do. And that's what I want to hear. Uh, and you're going to hear one right now. <laughs> okay, this so, will be great. Uh, yeah, what's, you know the difference between an in-law and an outlaw? Uh, no. A, a, a outlaws are wanted. <laughs> now that's that funny. That's funny. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I got to admit, that was good. Okay. All right, go ahead. What, have you, what, have what? you seen the, the show that's on uh, YouTube? They do the dad joke off. Where they have two guys sitting across from each other. Yes. And they I tell have. dad jokes to each yes. other, and the person who laughs gets a, you know, has yes, a, I've loses a point. Yeah. I've stolen a lot of jo- jokes from that. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you gave them a lot <laughs> yeah. of those jokes. <laughs> I get accused all the time of yeah. telling dad jokes. So, oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always in trouble for that. So I think that that's awesome. So let's get back to how did you get, how did you get started? Okay. Uh, my family has been in the upholstery business for three generations. Uh, actually, four generations with uh, nephews that I have. Uh, I don't have any children myself. Uh, Jeannie and I were never blessed with children. Uh, but I have a lot of niece and nephews because I have, I have in my family five brothers and 11 sisters. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> no twins and the same two parents. Oh, my goodness. I have 80 nieces and nephews, 150 great-niece and nephews, and 15, no, 16 great-great-niece and nephews. And we, we live, the majority of us, within about a 30-mile range. Wow. So it's a, it's a big, happy Italian family. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I've adopted a lot of nieces and nephews. Of course, Sandy here, her children are, they call me Uncle Lou because I've known them long before they were born. Wow. <laughs> and and uh, uh, so, and Kathy's, uh, her sister works for us all. So oh, it's a huge family business. Yeah, so, so my grandfather uh, and my father uh, came from Sicily in 1911. Okay. And uh, they came to Ellis Island from Sicily. And uh, and they op- and my grandfather opened his first upholstery location in 1916, and that was furniture upholstery. Gotcha. And so we started in furniture upholstery. As the automobile got more popular, then we had furniture and auto. And through auto, we started doing buses. And that's how we got into the bus. And then we started doing trains. So, uh, so we do... Uh, right now, my family, we're independently owned. I, my five brothers, uh, my five older brothers, I'm the youngest. My license plate is six son, six T-H-S-O-N. Okay. Uh, so I have five older brothers. They all have upholstery locations, uh, furniture upholstery. Some have furniture factories. Some have uh, antique uh, cars and boats. Uh, so they cover all the upholstery. I'm the only one I do buses and trains across the United States. So I, I see the buses. I, I get buses. Mm-hmm. Trains, isn't that, is that Amtrak? Yes. So you do stuff with Amtrak? Amtrak, we do, like in Los Angeles, the red line, gold line, green line. Oh. Uh, we do all so those. mass transit. Those are all my seats. Wow. Yeah, that we do. So in the bus, I just got to ask this question only because I can only imagine some of the things that you found in the, bu- in the seats. <laughs> there must be like some amazing stories when you go in to go fix these seats because it, it kind of came from came together for me. There was a gentleman who was a bus owner operator who was mm. telling me that he wouldn't allow he did he never wanted to take on sorority sororities mm-hmm. yes because they all wear glitter or glitter or whatever and the glitter gets stuck to the leather or the the seat and oh. you can't get it out right. Yeah, and he difficult. was just like, nobody wants to sit in the seat afterward. And I yeah, was like, yeah. wow, only in the bus industry would you hear something like this. Yeah. <laughs> so Anyway, um, and I will tell you some of those stories. Uh, we introduced uh, Sandy, and yes. I want Sandy to just talk a little bit about how she started with us as well. Okay. Sandy, how long have you been with us? And- oh, gosh, this year is going to be 28 years. My goodness. for Lou Sardo. Wow. And he's a wonderful person to work for. And even like our crews that we have, like I'm his main salesperson, but I don't really sell national anything. sales manager. National sales manager. Okay, yeah, but I don't I don't have to sell because our crews are so good. They've been with us for years and years and years. Some of them longer than me, and they go to the customer's facility, and they do the work right there for the customer to be that's, able to see what's done. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That and you know you basically show up. And they sell for me because they do such a wonderful job. They want us to come back. That's they're just, awesome. They're really great people. We have got some really great crews, yeah. don't we? And our people, uh, as Sandy was saying, <clears throat> we have about, uh, I think we're last count to 76 people that work in our company. Oh. And the majority of them who's been with us 
28 years, 29 years, 30. Lydia, we have one girl who's been with us. She heads the sewing department. She's been with us 30, going on 35 years now. Wow. Uh, so, uh, and many 18 years, 15 years, 22 years. So if you added all of that up, all that experience up, you're talking about thousands of our of uh, years, years of experience, of exper- years of experience. That's yeah, that's amazing. That that yeah. just basically begins to show, paint a picture of how capable you are and yeah. how um, you know. Obviously, any kind of situation, you know how to how to deal with it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story uh, that just came to my mind, uh, and Sandy will remember this. A, a guy in Florida. Uh, he was out of Florida. Anyway, he had an interior. He had just seats done uh, on a bus, and this is many years ago, and it was vinyl uh, sideboxing with fabric on the inserts. And uh, we finished the job, and he came in, uh, with Sandy, and he had his wife with him, and his wife couldn't stand the blue vinyl that he picked, the shade of blue. <laughs> oh, no. And all they had was one bus. So Sandy called me, and I said, you know, how's it going? And she said, uh, you know, he loved the job, but the wife really doesn't like the blue that he picked. So I said, well, let me speak to him. And so I talked to him, and he said, don't worry. You did a great job. My wife will get used to it. And I said, when can you bring the bus back? And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, we're going to redo the seats for you. Uh, And he couldn't believe it. He said, so anyway, he brought the bus back. We redid the seats, took the seats off carefully, and made and had her pick out the vinyl she wanted. <laughs> yeah, we did. And then Learned a- your lesson that one. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, the following week, Clancy Cornell from ABC Bus, I told him that story, and he bought those seats and put them in one of his oh, buses. Oh wow! <laughs> so we ended up, but my breaking fa- even on the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, my father always taught me since I was very young that the most important thing is our customer. The mo- it's not the money, and that's where it, the difference comes in. Once you make a deal, now it's just about making the customer happy. If right. it turned out to be much more difficult than we planned, has nothing to do with it, or whatever it takes, that customer has to think Sardo's the greatest when they leave. And my father said you'll have one more salesman every time you do a that's job. A, yeah, really if, good. If you do that, and that's all we've ever done. And Sandy of course, been with me since she was young, and she, and she that's how she thinks. Her and I think exactly alike because because she's been with me for so many years. So she when she calls me and asks me something, she already knows the answer. <laughs> that I still ask. Yeah, she still asks. <laughs> but whatever it takes. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, the customer's not happy. Whatever it takes, we're going to make them happy. I don't care what it costs. So when was this going? Your, your dad was teaching you this probably long before. Uh, it was even popular. Now all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. My father was a brilliant man. My father, uh, uh, he's passed away now, but he was a great, great man. So, what color did the woman pick? She picked a blue, but she picked the shade that she wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and so we said, okay, and we got it done. And and that guy, one bus owner, he had one bus, and this is God's truth. He probably sent us about twelve full interiors from different customers because he told everybody in the world that story and we'd get a phone call and we'd get it and they'd say we got another interior it was recommended from uh from that guy 
That's great. So, so that's a great thing. And I, I think this industry, I think the, the bus owner operators, I mean, there's a lot of that tightly knit sort of, you know, they trust each other and listen to It's what, like a big family. Yeah. Yeah, and, our customers and, are our friends. I mean, it's yeah. their friends first. You know, yes. we do different things across, you know, the whole United States and go to different shows and stuff to see them because yes. they're our friends. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah. I would so if, if, if you sit down and you have to do a seat, like, you know, re- reupholster it, how long does it take to reupholster a seat? Like a single seat. Like let's just think like a medium, like a regular, well, not anything complicated. Our guys like fast. A, <laughs> yeah, like a fifty-six passenger bus. bus yeah, uh, you know, we'll manufacture. Uh, you know, we probably manufacture five to six in uh, sets a day in our factory, and then that we ship them out to where our customers are located, and our crews go and do the installations, and they'll do a bus. Like, if it's just seats only, they'll do a full bus in one day. Oh, okay. So and when, you, when you're talking... An interior, maybe it'll take three days. What are the parts? Because I've, I've only been working for UMA for, you know, it's coming on a little over two years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never worked in the bus industry. So this is all new to me. And, I mean, I keep on learning all the time. It's a great industry. It is. It's it's like one of these industries you can get your arms around is what I've yeah. always told everybody. You can you can understand it and you can you can sympathize with it. It isn't something that requires a lot of, like, school knowledge or previous experience. So when you break down the interior of a bus, what, do you, what, what are the parts that we're talking about? Go ahead, Cindy. So we do the seats and we do the headliner. We do the sidewalls, the back walls, the entryway. We do the flooring, Um, so we do the whole coach inside. We don't do anything outside, but we do the whole coach inside. So someone could come to us and say, "Um, this is an older coach. I'd like it to look new, and we can make it look brand new again. How many years can you shave off, do you think? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? If I didn't know the outside of the coach, if I walked in, I would think it was a brand new coach. Oh, that's awesome. a lot of people don't. They don't know from the outside. Like the lights, oh, that makes it a new coach. So when you go into the coach, they think it's a brand new coach. I'll tell you a story about that real quick. The uh, <clears throat> a customer, um, we did the full interior, and it was one of his older coaches. Well, he they have, most bus companies will have like so many new coaches, so many mid and so many older coaches, and they use them for different runs. You know, right, s- right. Some they have to just use the new coaches. Others they can use the mid. Anyway, uh, so they had the. We did the full interior. They picked it up, um, and the guy calls me a couple weeks later. He says, "Lou, I had to tell you this story." He said, "I got tied up uh, on my buses. My scheduling got full, and I didn't have one of the newer buses to send to this one account that we have to send the new buses to." But we just got your interior back. So we sent that coach. And they didn't say anything. They, and they, it was thought, it was, they it, thought it was new. The next week, we sent our, the regular new coach. They called us and said, we want the same coach we had last week. That's awesome. Because <laughs> it looked brand new inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, when you stop and you think about it, it's like that's where your interaction with yeah. the bus is really going to take yes. place. Do you guys get involved with any of the, like, putting in video and, uh, you know? That doesn't that doesn't enter in having to contend with that, or I, so I'm assuming then that you know those contractors come out and they've got to do the work prior to you getting right there because then you cover it over, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then as far as the lighting goes, they'll do all the new lighting. Yes, we don't deal with electrical. We don't deal no. with the electrical. Just no. everything that has to do with cloth, cloth it, or, it, or leather interior. Yeah, it right. could be the rubber flooring. 
sidewalls, headliners, under luggage racks, dashboards, anything on the interior we can redo. So one of the things that I noticed last night on the bus that we were on, uh, it had a, the floor looked like something out of, like one of my friend's house had, they had a new kitchen floor put in. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like yeah, it was wood, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not wood, is it's, it? It's rubber. It's ru- Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at that and I was like, wow, life is like really good. Cool. Because I remember as a kid getting on buses, they had linoleum floors. Oh, <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah. that we used to do one or two floors a year? And now we do probably a hundred a year. Oh, really? Because people want the wood floor. Because they want, That's yeah. the new trend. It looks really nice, yeah. and the way it feels when you walk on it, it's it's like, I love the idea that it's also it's it's really hard to skid on. Like yes. you know, it's like you really have to. They're, it's called skid free. Skid they f- use skid free rubber, yeah. So it's it's you don't skid on it. That's yeah, it's it's, it's attractive. It really changes the look of the coach. How long is it? How long does it last? I've never had to redo one, um, and it's been out what five years? Wow, about five years. So it goes I fast. mean, I would say, well, the rubber floors, the yeah. wood. Or, or the wood grain. I uh-huh. mean the uh, yeah, those so far. That's a newer product though. That's been About out. Five years. Yeah. So those we've never re- changed yet. But usually a floor, I would say, lasts probably a good twelve of twelve years. Do you ever like see the same bus over and over? Yes, uh, we've we have <laughs> uh, uh, buses that we've done the interior maybe three times or four times over fifteen years or so. Uh, usually. People after about four to five years know that they need it. to upgrade it and make it look new again. So when you when you're talking about these, bu- I mean, I'm trying to think of like how long a bus lasts. I well, mean. a lot of companies, some like some companies don't keep them. They'll every they'll keep them maybe five or ten years and then they'll sell them. Some <laughs> companies hold on to the coaches and will keep them for fifteen years. And just run them in. Yeah. I would say we don't work on too many coaches older than 15, 20, 15 years. 20 years, uh, that's an old coach. That, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, usually, you know, usually the coaches that we're working on are, you know, maybe 10, 12 years old. Do you ever get involved in, like, because um, I've been inside some of the buses, some of the really, like, bizarro ones where they have... Like meeting rooms in the back, mm-hmm. and or is it all just That's straight? Custom. That's yes. the custom stuff. You don't get involved. It's just straight up seats. You ever, right. Do they ever ask you to change like the seat configs? Like you know, instead of fifty five, they went down to forty five. Yes, and, all the time. Oh, really? It's called reseating. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. And they'll sometimes they'll have they'll go to fifty six if it's a let's say it's a fifty five, or they'll go to sometimes forty nine if they want to have a lot of room, right? Or you know. And we've taken out restrooms and made them 61 before because people want even more seats and don't need the restrooms. So, are the, like, I, wow, I can't imagine. <laughs> you take out the restroom, doesn't that mm-hmm. kind of, that limits the way the bus can run, right? I mean, because those are the ones yeah. that probably wind up just sticking local. Yes. Because that would be, you know, the reason I'm saying that is is that we're redoing bus rates. And mm-hmm. so in the process of redoing it, you know, one of the things that came up was, okay, what amenities do we list under, you know, on the front when mm-hmm. someone's looking at a listing in the aggregate listings? And we picked um, Wi-Fi, 110, restrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the that interior. Was, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, oh, in the year of the bus mm-hmm. uh, and how many people it seats. Yeah. So the thing that's interesting is is that, you know, the the bathroom we felt was like one of the more important things. And like you said, if it's if they have local runs, yeah, you don't uh, they don't it. need uh, like for instance, we do we do all the buses in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. 
in Hawaii. In Hawaii and Guam, as a matter of fact. Uh, oh, and, my gosh. Yes. And, and Did you get to go out there? And we do, in Alaska, we go every year to Alaska. We do a lot of buses in Alaska. Uh, the crew's leaving, I think, on the 11th or something to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. So what do you, like, pack all that stuff well, up in, a like, a like a storage container and, and ship it over and We there? ship it over, mm-hmm. yeah, and we send our guys, and we stay on the island and usually do... You know, we let them all know we're coming, so everyone wants to get it done because Sardo's on the island. Uh, so we'll be there sometimes six weeks or something. And usually in that time, when my road crews go out, I, I haven't figured this out. Maybe you can help me. Uh, I never have to go out to them when they're working uh, on, around the United States. But for some reason, when they go to Hawaii, I have to be there every day for at least five minutes, you know, just to take a look and see what they're doing. You know, I don't think I have to help you with that I, one. <laughs> I can't figure that out. And, and, and go. somehow, doesn't Jeannie your wife go with you, too? Yeah, she has to go with me, She's got to check up as well. Uh, yeah. yeah so. Got to make sure that everything's going just right. Yeah, that's right. The stitches are all the right lengths. Yes. And everything. Okay, it's good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, have you ever had uh, any kind of, like, um, you know, interesting things sort of, you know, we were talking earlier, like, when you redo a bus, right, I'm sure that when you pull that you, you have to, you gut the interior or do you, like, what, what is, what's involved with that? They do. Now, you know, personally, it's been many, many years since I've, uh, have done that myself. Oh, okay. You know, so my people do that. But yeah, you know, it depends, I would imagine, on how people take care of their coaches, what you're going to find or, or what's, uh, <laughs> what's, what's <laughs> some, lurking around the corner. <laughs> yeah, some's not too pleasant, I would imagine. But uh, is it, is it uh, I mean, when, when you think about it, like, is it something that people have to plan a lot for? Or, I mean, so I wake up one morning if I own, like, let's say I own 10 buses, yeah. you know, and, and three of them are new and four of them are middle and two of them are on the bottom. Do I wind up having to, like, plan a long time? What's the lead time for me to be able to, you know, get my bus redone by y'all anywhere from two to ten weeks two to ten weeks yeah because you would call me and i would send you samples i'd find out what you're looking for okay. i'd send you flooring samples yeah, i was thinking samples. about there, there's got to be like some you have way. to have it in your hand you can see it on the computer but when you yep. see it in person it's different then you pick your fabric and it depends on how long it'll take to get the fabric or if we have it in stock and then from there like we just we schedule it and we show up we make the seats ahead of time show up right at your place and ship everything there before we get there. So is there like a intake form that I fill out cuz then you're you're going to know the bus there's no way that you could wind up with like the interior of the bus being like I guess the seat the frame seats are well known like the, the owner picture op- tells me everything. Oh, so really? if I have a picture of your seats we know what kind they are. A picture of your driver's unit, then the model of the coach, and I know everything else the coach gets covered. So I just quote it from there. So is it like a car where you can go to the VIN and you can get all yes. the information about you know what what to expect in terms of the mm-hmm. interior? Yeah. So I, I I plan out the two weeks and I get on the phone with you and and is there a form that I fill out or is it what is it? It's just conversation with you. It's just conversation and there is a form that'll ask you if you have a compressor or do you know we need to use your electrical and right, and do right. you have a compressor. Those sort of things, or is there shelter? You know, right now we have crews are headed to uh, the cold country, and they're just going out. It's the beginning. Would that be where I'm from, Virginia? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you have cold too. My but wife like is Minnesota been... and places like that. Oh, they're headed colder. there right now, and yeah. they work outside. So we do ask, like, is there shelter? Like when it's you know 
30 below? Or uh, As a matter of <laughs> fact, yeah, right now the weather happens to be quite cold there. <laughs> yeah. So is that, that actually brings up a good point. So if, if I'm redoing the interior, is is there like a temperature norm that I have to stay within, like not too cold, not too hot? Like if during the summer, if it's over 110 degrees, does that screw things no. up? You could, no. We've... Uh, <clears throat> we've cruises. sent out, yeah we've sent out <laughs> crews uh you know and and sometimes we're in situations where people don't even have a building for us to pull into if they're a small company right and so sometimes if it's real cold maybe they'll run the bus mm-hmm. and have the heat going oh for okay us. so they'll just you know and uh, the conditions aren't always great Ideal. the majority of the time then it's bigger bus companies, and they give us a bay to work out of, and it's it's very Easier. nice. But sometimes we've been in fields before where there's no electricity. We had to bring our generator. That's why she fill, you fill the form. Right. So we've gone before where they have to use their generator. It's freezing cold. You're in the bus, and you got the bus <laughs> running, and you're doing the upholstery. Uh, that's not pleasant, Mm-mm. but so, we do it. Uh, you, know, you were just talking about glue freezing. I assume then that uh, how long do you have to wait before like everything is like do you have a like that you you you're done it's five o'clock at night you hand the guy back the keys does he have to wait a number like 48 hours for everything to set up or is it ready to go the next day ready it's right so it's right out of the gate and it's it's good to go we finish that evening the next day they go oh okay so in terms of this this is a very it's well you're you're turnkeyed but at the same time it's a very simple process it's just a function of getting it on the schedule and making it so mm-hmm. it fits in with everything yeah that's yeah. good to know i didn't i mean it's one of those things where i've never had to reupholster my car <laughs> so as <laughs> right. a consequence yeah. i don't understand how all of that stuff all comes together um and then obviously you have different levels of things i mean you wind up having like the ultra high end stuff and then you have like just the regular how you know when it when it comes down to that kind of thing, uh, is it something that you find uh, people move more towards the utilitarian aspect of it, or are they are you finding that the the market's kind of moving more towards the plusher sort of types of finishes? Yeah, what's been going on in the market is people have been doing a lot of vinyl and leather, which oh, really? didn't used to happen, and it's what they like. But you know, of course, the vinyl doesn't last as long as the fabrics, and and I do think it'll probably well, go vinyl back to doesn't? just. Mm-mm. Oh, I didn't know that. No, why? It what? Cracks, it, wh- it wears oh, out. Really? So the yeah. fabric, you're you're in much better. Like these seats that we're sitting on, they wind up having a longer life to them. Yes. Right. Yes. Then oh. vinyl. But uh, y- you know, where you have probably with a fabric, maybe you have uh, uh, maybe an eight year lifespan average. With vinyl, you have probably more like a four. Year. Wow. You know, but it leather, can wear out in a year. Yeah, it, it depends what, what, you know. And also, fabric is tougher. Uh, leather, of course, not that last. Leather is, is a good cover. So I'm, Genuine leather. There's, I mean, it's not real leather, is it? Or is yes. It, it is. We use both. We have genuine leather, and then we have uh, imitation, and then fabric. So the buses themselves, do the interiors wind up wearing out primarily from from just use, or is it elements like does the sun and the heat or cold have an effect on it, or all of it? All of it. Yeah, I would say all of it. We're fading would fading. be the sun, of course. Uh, wearing, you know, it, you get these buses are used constantly every day, so you have, you know, the sides of the cushion, Where, uh, sides of the back get worn off. People getting in and out, hitting it constantly. 
Um, has there been like any innovations in terms of like obviously from the time that you started in the very beginning, they did things a certain way, but then over time, I'm assuming that like new ways of stitching things and new ways of sort of hiding the seams or exposing them, yeah. you know, does that? We have, uh, we come up with a lot of different um, um, styles of seats uh, that we show people. And, uh, you know, we're very, very innovative and we'll come up with really uh, unique styles that people really like. So we do that all the time. So there's a lot of, I guess there's not a lot of experimentation, but there's a lot of, you know, figuring things out, different sort of situations present different kinds of solutions, you know, as you're going through it. Yes. Um, well, this has been very interesting. I really appreciate you taking the time, Lou. And Great. I, I, like I said, you know, to me, this is, I'm, I'm so happy to have met you and to be able to talk with you. I've heard Thank so much about you and Sardo. And every year I always wind up with one of these uh, <laughs> name. <laughs> name tags with a Sardo name on it. I came in with a joke. And so guess what? We're going to go out with I, one. I got to go out with one. I okay. So awesome. the, the guy's 90 years old. He tells his friend, he said, I'm going to marry a 27-year-old girl. His friend said, are you crazy? You're 90 years old. That can cause instant death. He, she, he said, if she dies, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. God bless. I love you. <laughs> and with that, we're out. Thanks again. If you'd like to advertise on the Motor Coach Minute or if you'd like to sponsor it, please drop us a line at info at busandmotorcoachnews.com. Or you can give us a call at area code 703-838-2955. Look forward to hearing from you, and we'll see you next month.